You are listening to the 100K Hairstylist Podcast, episode number three. I'm James Gartner, hairstylist turned top 200 salon owner. But it wasn't all that long ago that I was a broke stylist just trying to get by. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I was able to sell my salon and build the business I have today, teaching others exactly how I did it. I created the 100K Hairstylist Podcast to give you a simple, actionable, step-by-step strategy to do exactly the same thing. If you're an ambitious hairstylist, salon owner, or even one in the making who's looking to create a business that is thriving and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 100K Hairstylist Podcast. I am so excited for you to be here today because I know that um, last week's episode was a huge success for those of you who were interested in joining beauty school, and um, I know that there was some follow-up questions. So we are coming at you with another episode here on tips for succeeding while you are in beauty school. Um, For those of you who um, don't know, I was actually a beauty school teacher, so I am very, very versed in all of the things beauty school. So I'm excited to bring it to you. Let's jump right on in without further ado. So while you're in beauty school, after you have signed up and you are ready to go, there are a few preliminary things that we are going to want to focus on. And, um, you know, one of those things is going to be actually getting to school. (laughs) So I know that you can go part-time and you can go full-time, but what I've noticed in beauty school is that one of the hardest things for students to actually do is to get up and get their asses to school. I know that when I was a beauty school student, I had that same exact challenge of getting up and getting to school. So um, for those of you who are just joining us, oh, hey, girl, hey, Tiara. Oh, my gosh, I love it. Um, Hello. We're talking about succeeding in beauty school. And so for those of you who are joining me and have gone through school or those who are looking to go through it, you know that the hardest part is just getting up and getting your ass to school. So that is something I would focus on. Set yourself an alarm on your phone and set yourself a separate alarm in case you miss that one. Um, It is going to be key. And here's the reason why. If you do not um, get to school, all of those days add up, and you are in a contract in beauty school to be completed by a certain date. And when you don't complete by that certain date, guess what happens? You get charged additional money for every single day and even week that you go over on your signed contract. So it's uber, uber important to get up and get to school. So that is going to be the first thing. Now, the second thing while you're in beauty school is to make sure that you are learning every single technical procedural step. You guys are going to go through all sorts of things. Um, You're going to go through haircutting procedures, hair color procedures, perming procedures, um, anything that you can possibly think of, even um, hairstyling procedures. And what I really want you to focus on is the technical proficiency of those procedures. You're going to be taking it down and doing it again. That's going to be a common 
common um, theme in beauty school is, okay, now that you've done it once, take it down and do it again. Now that you've done it twice, take it down and do it again. Um, and it's really to prepare you and drill you over and over and over again to be able to um, get what you need very, very fast um, and be proficient in those tasks. So learn those technical procedures. Um, understand from point A to point Z what you're going to be doing in your technical procedure. And then once you have the procedure down, this is where the fun begins. This is where you can start to focus on speed. And um, for those of you who um, have been in my intern program, um, it is actually here on YouTube. Uh, for those of you who are joining me live on YouTube Live, you can go to my YouTube channel and there will be a, um, a playlist that is called the um, Cosmetology Intern Program. And that is the same intern program that I put every single person in our company when we owned our top 200 salon through. Um, and really the goal of that was to get them technically proficient and also, um, uh, proficient in their speed because time is money when you start working behind the chair. And it is critical that you have your speed where it needs to be, because here's what happens. If you go over on that first haircut, every single appointment for the rest of the day is going to go over as well. And each and every one of those guests are going to get PO'd because you are running late. And there they are at the front, sitting in the chair, watching you complete that other guest. And then it's equally as awkward when you are late and you walk that other guest up to the front and have another one waiting. So um, get proficient on the speed. And if you need some assistance on that and you're out of beauty school, no worries. Speed has always been an issue uh, for any newbie. And even even some advanced stylists. I've hired advanced people who've had years of experience and had horrible speed um, when it comes to the uh, average uh, hairdresser uh, proficiency. And what we've done is we've put them through the intern program, got them on a mannequin, and they practiced over and over and over again during their downtime on that mannequin until they were completely proficient in the speed and time that they needed to be in. So um, definitely check out my YouTube channel for that. And in the description on those videos, there is going to be a link to mannequin stands, um, to mannequin heads that you can purchase right on Amazon. Um, so go ahead and use those links to um, link over to that uh, so that you can uh, get all of the tools that you need. And um, I can point you to the tools that I sponsor and promote because those are the best to get the job done. So again, focus on that speed, get up to average. And we are going to do a whole episode on what the national average is as far as um, speed goes of the average hairdresser. So don't worry about that. We're going to get to it in future episodes. Um, now, the other thing when it comes uh, to your focus while you're in beauty school is going to be to learn from your mistakes, okay? This is huge because I often find that people become extremely defensive when it comes to um, making a mistake in the salon. I call them discovery sessions. And... Um, you know, many people are going to come into your chair. You're going to have a little bit of an oopsie doopsie and that's okay. Those things happen. Sometimes you have a color accident and you were like, whoops, that did not quite go as I expected. Um, the key is to learn from that. What was the takeaway from that situation? 
And, you know, if you're a working stylist behind the chair and those things happen, and they still do, they do to even the best of us, um, and you are forced to have to send that customer away with an imperfect color, obviously the goal is to fix them right then and there while you have them in your chair. But if by chance that does not happen and you are forced to send them home and they call back and they book a uh, another appointment for a correction or what I call an adjustment, um, don't beat yourself up about it. There are many stylists who get so defensive when the manager comes up to them and says, oh, we've had somebody come back. Um, you know, they're coming back tomorrow for a correction on the color that you did or ask you questions about it so that they can understand how they should proceed in whether they should bill the customer or not bill the customer on their next visit. And hairstylists get so upset about it um, to the point where they physically get worked up. And that I think that that is absolutely uncalled for. If they're coming back to the salon and coming back to you for an adjustment, that means that they believe in your skill set. It just wasn't aligned with what they envisioned the hair should be. So I call them an adjustment. And keep that as a discovery for you to take with you in the future. What can you take away from this situation to build you up even better in the future when you're experiencing the same kind of challenge or uh, or um, same kind of client that you have an opportunity with? So look at it as an opportunity to grow. And um, it, sometimes the hair color turns out great, but the customer just, it isn't aligned with what their vision is. And that's okay too. In that case, by all means, you know, look, try to work with the customer. Look at it as an opportunity to continue to see that customer long term because long term value of a customer equals dollars. So you want to make sure that you are um, giving them exactly what they need so that they continue to see you long term. So focus on learning from your mistakes. Do not get defensive. Lower those walls immediately. Nobody's attacking your, arti your artistic approach. Nobody's attacking your work. What we're doing is we're saying it wasn't aligned with what the customer wanted, so they're coming back so that we can make it aligned. And you know what? Hey, at least they gave you the opportunity to, um, to get it more aligned with what their vision is. And that is a blessing right there because they could just go to another salon as another option. And um, that would be the worst case scenario. So look at your mistakes as learning opportunities. You're going to have a ton of them on the clinic floor when you're in beauty school. I can assure you that. I certainly had my fair share. And as a clinic floor teacher, I had seen my fair share. And um, oftentimes, I would let students have their discovery sessions because that is the best way to learn. It's called learn through adversity. And I would say, how would you approach this? And they would say, oh, well, I would do this, this, and this. And I said, you know, I might recommend that you could also add this this and this to it. And if they decided not to do it and something went wrong, then they learned through adversity. And um, I want you to think of it that way as well, that you're having an experience that you can learn from. People go to a beauty school knowing that these things may happen. So learn from your mistakes. Now, now that you know what to focus on, getting yourself to school, being technically proficient, understand those procedures, and um, get proficient on your speed, um, and then learn from your mistakes when you're doing it. 
Um, I want to move into our next segment of this uh, episode, and that is going to be how to handle drama. Okay, so we already got into like learning from your mistakes and the the number one drama that happens in beauty school and even in the in the workforce, which is oh, somebody's coming back. How dare them? Um, and you know, drama circulates in the salon, it, especially in beauty school. And let's face it, we are all a very artistic bunch, um, and hairdressers have the second most stressful career outside of uh, air traffic controllers, which are people who uh, make sure that planes are flying proficiently in the air and don't crash into each other. I think it's absolutely crazy that when I read that study that hairdressers line up as one of the number two most stressful jobs in the world, it just blew my mind. But if you think about it, it, it really does make sense because we manage with the most emotional part of people's psyche, which is their appearance and their looks. And people become very, very emotional about their biggest accessory, which is their hair, because it defines who they are and what they look like. So um, dealing with people's emotions is is huge. And oftentimes when you talk to a hairdresser who is experienced, you will find that they will tell you all sorts of things that they've experienced in their careers, like um, dealing with people who have come in who have had deaths in their family, um, divorces. But then again, on the flip side, you're dealing with all of the positive emotions, too. You're dealing with people who are getting married. You're dealing with um, people who are buying their first homes and who are having children. And um, if you're uh, in the game as long as I am, you start to see their children for their hair and watch them go into college. Oh my goodness gracious, that's happening to me now. Uh, but anyhow, yes, all of the emotions that are involved, and you're going to have to learn how to handle drama. That means both inside of school and outside of school customer facing. So inside of school, what might happen? Okay, well, maybe you rub a classmate the wrong way, some way, shape, or form. I find it best to make sure that you understand that there will be drama no matter whether you're in the salon or you're in beauty school um, with your peers. It's bound to happen. It's kind of like a sisterhood or a brotherhood. You are with each other every single day and um, you're bound to butt heads at some point in time. I think the key here is to own up to anything that you might be able to own up to. So if there's something that you can step back from all of the emotion from, and say, is there something that I could have done differently here? And own up to that and apologize for it. That's going to be the, the key thing. And if that person still chooses to be dramatic, um, the best bet is to ignore the situation and avoid it. And it, it, it is true. You know, like uh, people are always like, oh, just ignore it and it'll go away. Well, it, it will. It may take some time um, for somebody to get over a grudge or whatever it might be. But like I said, if you're owning up to something and you're apologizing for your end of the bargain, then and, and they're not coming around, the best thing that you can do is to ignore it and avoid it because your mission while you're in beauty school is to make sure that, again, you are focusing on your technical skill, your um, speed, as well as um, learning from your mistakes. And it my whole phrase, uh, whether it's in beauty school or even in the salon, is if, if they're not paying your bills, pay them no mind because you have a goal and a mission and all of the other things 
things that go around, uh, go on around you are just distraction. Be flattered that somebody um, loves you enough to even want to pay you so much attention. <laughs> um, so ignore it, avoid it, it will go away. Now, don't feed into it. The worst thing you can do is to, um, you know, you can either apologize or squash it right then and there if there's any kind of drama. If it's something you can just, uh, is small and you can just avoid and let go and it'll go away. Um, the worst thing you can do is start to pick a fight with somebody in beauty school because then you're going to get sent home and we just talked about all of this. You do not want to start accruing days that you have to uh, add up at the end of your contract because you didn't complete your contract on time with beauty school. So be cautious of that and you certainly don't want to get on anybody's nerves as far as teachers and your dean goes of your cosmetology school so um do not feed into it let that shit go so those are the things that I want you to kind of do is make sure that you're focusing on all of the things you need to focus on. Let drama go. Apologize when you need to apologize and um ignore the rest. If they're not paying your bills don't pay them no mind. Now now that you know how to handle drama and how to avoid it, the next thing I want to jump into is what you should be doing outside of beauty school. Okay, so here's a big thing that I see happen. A lot of um, students in beauty school will join beauty school and then they're working as a server part-time or they're, which is great, you get customer service skills and things like that. Or they are doing like retail or something completely different. And some people just don't work at all outside of beauty school, which I think is a huge mistake. You should be working outside of beauty school. Um, and here's where I think you should be working. I think you should be working in a salon. <laughs> uh, the people that I find who work in salons and attend beauty school at the same time have massive success and look at their career completely different than those who do not. And um, it's really cool what happens to those who are in beauty school and um, have a job in a salon because what they're learning is they're learning all of the customer service that they need to know. They're learning how to manage their books. So they're booking appointments and they're watching what's happening on the schedule with all of these top successful hairdressers. They're seeing the corrections that come in and they're learning from all of these experiences in the salon. So you can imagine, um, you know, being surrounded around all of these people who are already masters in your career and then heading to beauty school on the clinic floor, they are light years ahead of people who are on the clinic floor just out of training. And they're able to jump in and be way more proficient than those who did not um, work in a salon outside of school. So I think it is crucial to be working in the environment that you plan to get into while you're in beauty school. Uh, because you are just going to be so further ahead of everybody else. And the cool thing is, is that when you graduate from beauty school, you are actually going to be one step ahead as far as being able to jump into a career path. So the cool thing is, is that you can kind of play with salons that you might want to be a part of. Apply for a reception job in one salon. If that doesn't work out, leave it and apply for a um, an intern job in another salon until you find the right fit for you. And then when you do and you're learning everything that you need to learn and you know it's a great fit for you, you're going to have one foot in the door for you to be able to just start working as a hairdresser when you graduate from beauty school or start in their apprentice or intern program. 
um, and you're going to be ahead of the game. So you're already going to be well um, ahead of all of those people who are just going to school and not actually working in their profession at the same time. So those are my little takeaways from you. Um, focus on the things you need to focus on. Um, then uh, as far as technical proficiency, speed, and learning from your mistakes in beauty school. Um, avoid drama while you're there. And then make sure that you get a job in a salon while you are going to beauty school because it is just going to set you up for success. So I hope that this has answered all of your questions. Um, for those of you who are joining me right now um, and are on either Instagram Live, uh, Facebook Live, or YouTube Live, um, I'm seeing all your comments right now. And I just want to say, hey, girl, hey. Hey, Janie the Brit. I see you, girl. How are you? Hey, Kelly. <laughs> Um, and I just want to thank you for being here today. And for all of you guys who are in beauty school, this is the hardest part of your career. And you will get through this. This is like the, the storm before the calm. And the real learning and the real experience begins when you are working behind the chair. And um, that is a whole nother um, opportunity to learn systems and strategies to grow and become ultimately what everybody wants to become, which is a top paid hairdresser, that 100K hairstylist. And um, in the episodes to come, we are certainly going to get into that. But thank you all for joining me today on this live. And um, we will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the 100K Hairstylist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take a second to leave a review so that we can share the word with others who may enjoy this. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one -on -one and get instant access to freebies, trainings, ebooks, and courses that will help you thrive as a hairdresser and salon owner, go to GartnerJames.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.